they hate And I know better than to listen to the people who are calling us names I can feel the sun Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Wednesday, April 19th, 2023, and this is episode 378 of the Lots Project podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control, and it's another Coffee with Brian. Good morning, everyone. What do you have in your cup? What do you have in your cup? Ah, James, James, uh, in there fast with uh, a medium to light Papua New Guinea, and its first cup is what I'm guessing Papua New Gene is. I'm still rolling with that uh, with that FTO blonde espresso, and um, I am tired. I am t- <laughs> tired. James says I look tired. I um, I've been up, staying up late, working on shit the last couple nights, and. Um, this morning, my eyes are a little watery. I do look a lot more tired than I actually am because uh, I got this allergy thing going on or something here. But I woke up and I woke up and I was completely clogged up and um, eyes are watery and red and stuff like that. So I think, um, yeah, I think uh, I think it might be a little bit of allergies. I'm not sure. I was asking Corey. She didn't uh, she didn't particularly say that she was feeling too, um, too many allergens, but um yeah, my eyes have been uh, back and forth for a couple days. You ever get uh, start you start getting allergy season and like the corners of your eyes get dry and you're like, oh, it feels like I have sand or something. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, and your sinuses all flow up or blow up. So, yeah, um, Josh is grinding the Renegade Butcher Rare right now. Uh, Mike V says he's uh, dragging ass this morning. You need some GSD blend, Mike V. Um, Robin hosting. Good morning. Pippin eyes. It was here earlier. I'm guessing he's still sticking around. Uh, thanks for everybody join joining in heavy whipping cream, warmed up and caffeinated. Hmm. Interesting. Josh says it must be the banjo pollen. <laughs> Man, we did lightning for Liberty last night. They were cutting down trees next to the camper they, they ended up cutting down some pretty significant trees i was uh, i was definitely impressed by the size of some of the ones they took down yesterday in a short period of time and they had like a dump truck and they were uh, just dumping huge huge chunks of uh, these trees in the dump truck and taking off and every time one would fall down clyde would uh clyde would kind of get all skittish and scared and uh <laughs> norman just watched he was laying in the in the window in the back window of the camper, just watching him do it. And uh, tree f- starts to fall and crack and make all sorts of noise. And he just kind of jumps up and he runs away like he didn't know what was happening, like he was getting startled by uh, by the what he was watching outside. So, but that's normal for Norman. He is not uh, he is not um, uh, the most observant, I guess you would say. Always comes in after the fact. But today uh, today we're going to be talking about lightning for liberty last night. Um, Corey's got a vacation coming up that I'm excited about. I uh, got some preventative maintenance to do around here and I, uh, some stuff moving forward with a little metal, uh, a little metal announcement. So might get to that at the end, but anyway, let's, uh, hit that perfect cup question today. 
and uh, and get that going. It was a decent one. It was a decent one. It was pretty uh, pretty straightforward and not very um, in depth, thought provoking. But it was interesting to see what people had to say. So here we go. It's time for the 58th edition of the Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram group. That's t.me slash lots chat, t.me slash lots chat, or try to find it on any of my socials all around. The day before, I throw out the question and give people an opportunity to answer. I circle back around and grab all the answers, compile them, talk about them, and then give my thoughts the next morning on the Perfect Cup. Perfect Cup question of the day today is... If you could hire someone to help you do one thing in your life, what would it be? Anything, and money is not a factor. If you could hire someone to help you do one thing in your life, what would it be? And anything, you can pick anything, and money is not a factor. <sighs> Let's see. Let's see. I thought about this one. Corey and I have talked about this actually several times in our in our uh, time we've been together. And I think we really, I guess I'll save mine for last. But uh, let's go through and see what we got. Telegram. Telegram was hopping yesterday with it. And as soon as as soon as I posted it, the answers started flowing in. And I was like, well, I'm probably going to just roll with Telegram today. And I got busy and I actually ended up, didn't end up getting it out on social. So all these came from Telegram. That group is fantastic over there. So, uh, <laughs> James says, if he's, <laughs> if I say the woman in here, <laughs> if you say, if you say what you want to say, the women in there will lose their minds. I gotcha. I gotcha. Ah. <laughs> Anyway, let's hit those comments. Josh uh, over at Telegram says uh, he would he would uh, uh, farm out his secretary work uh, for all his paperwork, or he would hire a secretary for um, for doing all his paperwork. Canadian Farm said says uh, he would hire out all the building and fixing on the homestead. I uh, I don't know if I could do that one. I enjoyed all that stuff. That was, uh, if I, if I didn't have to do all the other stuff, that was, that was really what, uh, what I was down for. Uh, Nate LeMaster says, uh, do my job, do my day job so I can uh, be home with my family. And that was, that was also, um, it kind of spurred a little conversation because I had recently read an article about a guy that has, I think he had something like 37 or 39, um, online remote jobs. And he literally would get the job, know nothing about it, go to Fiverr and hire somebody to do the job on a daily basis. And so basically in the morning, he would go hire out all his work for the day and then do other shit and just take the difference. And he was doing pretty good for himself. <laughs> he was doing pretty good for himself. So I don't know, just an idea, just an idea. Uh, Rob says, someone to cook and clean my house, especially the laundry and grocery shopping. Yes, yes, yes. That's always been high on my list. Um, James, James uh, Gingerbread Farm says, just guess. And um, if you know James, you might be able to guess what he was going to say. Uh, <laughs> let's see. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Mike, the Philippine nomad says, uh, 
just a one-time job. I would just need to hire a one-time job. I would hire a professional fixer to bounce some informal tenants off of uh, their ancestral properties and finally be able to settle those properties. Uh, yeah, Mike, I get it, man. He's got a long, crazy story that uh, will give you the reason why you need a will when you die. Um, they had some some land go to the wayside because someone didn't have the proper the proper paperwork to transfer that when uh, when they pass. So just uh, just make sure you got that handled. Uh, Eric over in Telegram says a housekeeper and a groundskeeper. Um, yeah, I mean, groundskeeper, like I said, with the homestead stuff, if I can get if I can get the the cooking and cleaning, the cleaning and laundry, um, I don't mind the doing stuff. It's the stuff you have to do after you do the stuff. Robin says, obey my every command and post a picture of that guy that all the, the girls that watch TV are in love with. Um, I don't know what his name is. I, I think he was on Game of Thrones, um, but he's some he's the big sexy actor. I don't know. But she was being dirty, I'm pretty sure. Um, Brian uh, Scramblin says, a state edge absorber and went on to describe, and I, I kind of agree with this, but he wants to hire someone to deal with any time he has to interact with the state. So if he has to stand in line at the post office, at the DMV, if he has to uh, talk to an IRS guy, anytime a police officer, anytime he has to interact with the state, he wants someone there standing to be his advocate. I think that's called a lawyer. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Uh, okay, Josh says, is it Jason Momoa? Is that how you say his last name? I don't know. I've heard the name and I've also seen the pictures and I don't know who this dude is. Um, I guess he's a fairly attractive man. <laughs> she posted the picture of him. He's definitely in good shape. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Brian wants a state edge absorber. I think that um, that could lower a lot of stress. Uh, I think that's one of the things people farm out really fast when they become uh, when they start hiring people to do stuff is yes, um, being that uh, being that intermediary for you. Yeah, it works. It works. And then uh, Ryan Pippin comes in with a nutritionist and diet specialist that was magically appear that magically appears with prepared food because he says he gets too busy and he thinks about eating later. And I think Corey and I. Um, Oh, Josh is educating me. He says he was on Game of Thrones and uh, he played Aquaman. Two things that I haven't seen either. So that makes sense. That makes sense that I don't. Oh, James got lucky. His, his lawyer is only $220 an hour. <laughs> and like I said, Corey and I talked about this question um, over the time we've been together. Uh, a few times. A few times. We always kind of land on on cleaning more than anything. Um, if I recall the cooking, we always, we always start out with, we'd like a chef and then we're like, yeah, but the cooking isn't really the, the hard part. Yeah. It's nice to not have to cook, but the, the pain in the ass is the mess and the prep. Well, the prep isn't even that bad if you don't have to clean up all the prep mess. So I think if you could roll in, um, cleaning, cleaning the house, cleaning up after, um, meal time, laundry i think that's that's the thing that's the thing and you know 
everybody goes down the chauvinistic road and all of this and and it's not really that chauvinistic it just was what it was but when i was when i was laid off and then let's just put it this way i was a house husband when i was laid off uh when we were when we were in in uh, minnesota Corey was working and commuting and i was off i got a shitload of projects done around the house but i also did all the laundry i cleaned the house i cooked dinner i had dinner ready for her when she got home it was my job and if it's your job it's not horrible it's definitely not horrible if it's the stuff you have to do after your job, it gets a little much. It gets a little much. Uh, James says use cast iron to clean it like once a week. Yeah, uh, we do use cast iron, but you still have to, you still have the shit. You still have the shit. I, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. It's just the constant. It's that whole thing, old thing with the laundry. You can never do all your laundry unless you do it naked. Because as soon as you, you, you're doing it, you got more to do. Um, <laughs> let's see if we got any comments here. Yeah, it was, I mean, this is a pretty pretty straightforward question. It was just a uh, it was just a, a fun one here in the middle of the week. Uh, I got to come up with a good one for tomorrow since tomorrow is uh, unofficial holiday uh, in in um, hippie world and hippie land uh i do have an interview coming up tomorrow night it's pretty good so if you if you're interested in interview shows check out lots to talk about podcast feed or uh or you can check out the lots project full podcast feed if you're listening to that right now if you're listening to the perfect cup pullout segment be sure to check out my full feed and check out um check out the interview shows josh says having three saint bernards doesn't help with the cleaning it very it very much so discourages it it really does it um the fact that uh, like you put clean clothes on and they just they it's almost intentional that they walk up and they just rub their jowls on you it's like they're they're like you can't go out until you have some of this slobber on you it's like they're marking you i don't know maybe it's so they can find you if they lose you they can sniff you down with it but Yes, St. Bernard's definitely make cleaning um, a different animal, different animal for sure. But anyway, that is another episode of The Perfect Cup. I want to make sure you know about the discount code I have over at uh, theperfectcup.shop, which will portal you through a, a wormhole on the internet, and eventually you'll end up on the Food Forest Farms website where I get my coffee, where I have developed... Uh, several blends of coffee where josh the renegade butcher who's in the in the audience has de de has developed several blends of coffee and i now have a discount code five percent off anything anything on the food forest farms website five percent off lots five l-o-t-s the numeral five put that coupon code in and you get five percent off anything that's art that's t-shirts that's coffee um I think they still have the bath the bath products. Uh, I have to go dig in further. I only uh, I only really look at the coffee, but they got a ton of stuff over there at Food Forest Farms. And because I have now co-branded and partnered up with him, we will be getting 5% off in perpetuity. So jump over there, order it up, give it a try. 5% off. Can't beat that for, uh, for giving some awesome coffee a try. I appreciate it. 
And uh, with that, let's get back to the main show. Oh, good morning, Kyle. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Just missed the question. That's okay. You're late. <laughs> it's Wednesday, guys. It's Wednesday. I had my uh, I had my appointment yesterday that I, I shuffled everything up. I was going to go do uh, my cemetery documentation and go over to Tim's yesterday. Realized after the fact at like eight o'clock at night that it was Monday and I had an appointment at, at uh, noon on Tuesday and it got rescheduled. I was like, damn it, damn it. But anyway, anyway, we will, um, we'll head it over there today. I believe I think I'm going to still try to make it over there. It's supposed to be a nice day and get over there and get some, uh, get some paths trailblaze to, so we can go take a walk around, um, next week. And uh, yeah, before I get too far into that, let's hit this hi history segment up before I forget and get to the end and go, oh my Lord. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I really appreciate Ryan putting the history segment together for me every day. And uh, let's get to that. Let's get to that. All right. This is the history segment for April 19th. Today is the 109th day of the year. We have 256 days remaining until the end of 2023. 256 days, guys. It'll be 2024. Wasn't it just 2020? Did we, like, lose a couple years? Uh, I don't know. Good thing. Good thing I, uh, I do this show. I can remember what day it is, what year it is. Oh, back in this day, uh, on this day in 1529, beginning of the Protestant Reformation, after the Second Diet of Spire bans Lutherism, a group of rulers in independent cities protest the, the reinstatement of the Edict of Worms. Ryan's notes, Pip's notes reminds me of yesterday's Cliff Notes from uh, 1521 with Martin Luther. Oh, and Worms is a city. Yeah, the Edict of Worms, the Diet of Worms does not mean earthworms or redworms or any of that. It is a city in, I believe, Germany. <sighs> James says, how long to SRF? 178 days till SRF. James is jacked about SRF, and I'm excited for it. For sure. For sure. 1775 Revolutionary American Revolutionary War. The war begins with an American victory in Concord during the Battle of Lexington. The Battles of Lexington and Concord. Uh, Pip's note says, wasn't that a complete cluster fornication of miscommunication, but the shot heard round the world? Yeah, wasn't the shot heard round the world? Just a bunch of guys not listening to each other and some itchy trigger finger pops a hole in another one and uh, then we have a big old war. I don't know if that um, I don't know if that necessarily um, that shot. <laughs> I think that was just the the match. <laughs> the kindling pile was already built. Uh, 1943, Albert Hoffman deliberately doses himself with LSD for the first time three days after having discovered its effects on April 16th. So on April 16th, uh, Mr. Hoffman decides, hey, this shit's pretty good. Three days later, comes back to Earth and says, I'm going to take some more of this shit. <laughs> and Pip's notes was, food for thought, how much music 
do you feel might have been created with the use of LSD? I have to say a lot. I have to say a lot. Uh, 1971 launched the Salyut 1, the first space station. The space station. Uh, and then uh, he says some not so cool things, but I think it's some things in these communities that um, that resonate quite, uh, quite well. Uh, I kind of go through and pare these down a little bit. Uh, he does an awesome job and, and gives me a laundry list of things to to cut. Uh, to go through and kind of pare down to the the, the highlights, but um, he said that these are are the bad things that happen, some not so cool things that happen, and they are. Uh, don't get me wrong; I don't think that any of these are good, but um, there are they are very community relevant. 1971, Charles Manson is sentenced to death. It was later commuted to life imprisonment for the conspiracy in the Tate uh, LaBianca murders. And uh, Ryan brings up the fact that uh, old Charlie was a part of MK Ultra, and I'm pretty sure he was. I'm pretty sure he was part of that, and uh, that's coming to light quite a bit since um, the recent, I guess, semi-recent release of all of the the redacted documents on MK Ultra. So, yeah, old Charlie, Charlie got sentenced today um, in 1985. Now these next three. Is it three? One, two, three. These next three will, um, yeah, Uncle Ted, old Mr. Kaczynski was a, uh, was an MK Ultra. Um, the next three, coincidentally, all happened on the same day of the year. I don't know. What is it about the government having a boner for April 19th? Uh, 1985, 200 ATF and FBI agents lay siege to the compound of the white supremacist survivalist group, the Covenant, the Sword, and the Arm of the Lord in Arkansas. The CSA surrenders two days later. <sighs> white supremacists. Maybe they were. I don't know. I wasn't around in 1985 to actually know the truth, but, uh... Yeah, a little later in uh, 1993, there were these wacko uh, religious freaks that uh, the government had something to do with. Oh, the 51-day FBI siege of the Branch Davidian building in Waco, Texas, ends when a fire breaks out. 76 Davidians, including 18 children under the age of 10, died in that fire. We were just throwing smoke grenades in the windows for no reason. Whoops. Why can't they just leave them alone? 1995, Oklahoma City bombing. <laughs> Alfred P. Murrah Federal Building in Oklahoma City, USA is bombed, killing 168 people, including 19 children under the age of six. And coincidentally, destroying a bunch of whitewater documents that were about to be presented in the Hillary Clinton trial. What? That's all hearsay. April 19th, folks, what a great day in United States history. <laughs> happy birthday. Happy birthday to all these humans on April 19th. Richard von Mises, Austrian-American mathematician and physicist. Yeah, that is not the Mises you think of when you say Ludwig von Mises lived in 1881 to 1973. He's the different guy. 
1993, Jane Mansfield, American model and actress. And uh, <laughs> Pip saw the picture of her and was reminded of Nicki Minaj. Why? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Nicki, Mas- Nicki Minaj is worth a reported $150 million. And uh, an EMT makes what? And his little joke is, makes not shitty music. EMTs make less shittier music than Nicki Minaj. <laughs> what a whap. <laughs> 1960, Frank Viola, American baseball player and coach, was one of my favorite pitchers uh, for the Mets when I was a kid, Frank Viola. And in 1968, Ashley Judd. Mm, I'm glad that day happened in 1968. Uh, American actress and Iceman's wife in Heat. Sounds like Pippin's a Heat fan. Hey, you guys have just been Pippinized, and uh, that was the history segment. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, let's see what we got over in those, um, <laughs> what do we got over here? And, uh, <laughs> Josh says, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, sorry, Kyle back with Booker butcher says that newest documentary is nuts on Waco. Uh, yeah, the story of Waco is very interesting and it's very interesting that no one can make the same story twice. Huh? Interesting. Huh? And uh, Josh says ATF should be the name of a convenience store. Uh, <laughs> Kyle's wondering if they sell euthanasia. Uh, free, free high-speed lead injections. Man. Oh, now they're talking about shooting dogs in the comments. Oh, this is this is just going sideways. You bring up the ATF and things go sideways for sure. For sure. Um <laughs> This is not good. This is this is this is uh, spiraling out of control over in the comments for sure. But anyway, let's get back on track. Let's get back on track. What do we got? What do we got on my list here for today? I had preventative maintenance. Uh, I have a laundry list of stuff now to do that we're we're kind of stayed put. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned yesterday, but we are. Uh, we are able to stay here through, I think, November, middle of November. And, uh, but we're going to be taking off doing some things, but, uh, we need to be back here for SRF. We figured why not the, the price was right. So we talked to the landowner and we kind of locked this up and we'll be coming and going. But while we're set, while we're stopped, set foot stopped, excuse me, let's start over. Now that we're sitting for a little bit, we were sitting down in Navasota for a, a few months there when we we're hanging out with Josh, and then we were moving. And now that we've gotten here, I have some preventative maintenance to do. So, what is on the list? The list is, um, let's see, generator. I need to service my generator. Basically, uh, oil. Check spark plug, but uh, change the oil. I might, uh, I might have to, I might want to check out the, the jets. I don't think they're going to be clogged or anything's going to be wrong with them, but I just want to pull it apart with the propane and get, uh, get a peek at it, see how it's burning. Uh, I've, I've obviously serviced generators that have run on gas. I'm just curious to see how dirty it's gotten, um, in the, in the interior. I don't think it will be that dirty at all. Uh, but definitely have to change the oil on that. Uh, some other preventative maintenance. I want to get the the wheels pulled off and get the bearings repacked. 
um, and inspect that. I had the brakes inspected before we left by a service tech because I didn't hadn't ever done that by myself. Bearings, never done them on a travel trailer, but but I've been around enough machines uh, that uh, it should be pretty pretty um, pretty straightforward, especially if I dig into some YouTube videos just to to make sure. Also, I have to do um, rooftop, rooftop kind of walk through uh, every every two trips ish. We go up and uh, or I go up and check all the check all the bolts for the solar panels, things like that. Make sure everything hasn't loosened up, vibrated as we're going down the road. Everything has stayed pretty good. Uh, when we when I designed the system with uh, the gentleman that helped me. He actually installs, um, he does more municipal, municipal designs and huge um, home designs. And he went over a bunch of different um, fasteners for me. I guess fasteners would be the ways to secure the panels to the roof of the trailer so they don't fly off while we're driving down the road at 70. But uh, he, he, he suggested these, these clamps. And one of the reasons he suggested them was they're super fine thread and they're very long. And so basically, I think he told me and he's kind of he's an engineer, so he kind of geeks out a little bit about this. But he was he said it was over a thousand revolutions. It would have to come back out to get loose enough to release the panel. So once I screwed that down, I have a lot of time if it starts to loosen up. And I go up every other trip and uh, take a ratchet with me and just hit them. And I haven't had one back out yet. I did use a little uh, use a little Loctite on them per his suggestions. Uh, but he's like, even if they spun out vibrations, and he's used to using doing something that's going to have wind constantly blowing on it, and usually a prevailing wind that's going to vibrate the panel in the in the same direction with resonance and all that. It can very it can do a lot of damage. It can it can create a lot of force. So they use these so that you have a significant amount of time and you can do. Uh, he's he was like, oh, you could do like bi yearly PMs, and make sure your bolts are tight and this and that. Um, and I I, <laughs> I did that down to two trips every two trips i jump up there and check but um so that is that is a get up there uh probably clean the panels down um from the research we did from videos we watched cleaning the panels constantly uh obsessing over them being clean uh really doesn't make a significant amount of difference uh but right now i have pollen all over mine uh, it's rained. It's kind of my my panels are at a pitch a little bit with the with the pitch of the roof, and when it rained, all the pollen kind of drained off into the corners of the panels. And there's little piles, but the solar production hasn't been significantly different. Uh, that was one thing he tested. Uh, one of the people we follow tested for for quite a bit of time. Hey, good morning, Hunter. Thanks for stopping in, um, and. So we don't get up there, but I, I get up there and give them a good clean once, uh, inspect the rooftop units. I have, I think, a couple of uh, small holes that I have to get to and get those fixed up. Um, let's see what else we got. Water heater, I have to do a little maintenance on. I want to replace the anode in that or at least pull it out, drain it, and um, 
and clean that out, flush it out, and take a look at that anode. I'm pretty sure that it should be about time to replace that. Super easy stuff. Super easy stuff. And along on that list, as I was jotting those things down, trying to remember what I had going on, what I had coming up, I decided um, that I'm going to do a solar walkthrough. I got to go in and kind of get good pictures and explanations of all the solar stuff did. And the reason that hasn't been done yet is it is a Frankenstein system for sure. For sure. We originally designed it had it all laid out, went to double check everything. He was going through some information. I was going through some information and we hit a roadblock with some warranties. Uh, that changed the system significantly. Uh, redesigned the system with some new components. And then he also started thinking about the reason the warranty wasn't, um, the warranty wasn't going to be good and realized that there was some stuff that we wanted to do other. So we did some more Frankensteining, some more new parts, a couple of different options. Um, every time, every time he would do a redesign for me, we'd, we'd go back and forth and he'd say, well, how much money do you want to spend? <laughs> do you want to do it this way? You want to do it this way? Do you want to wire it yourself? Blah, 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 back and forth. Well, it turned into a Frankenstein. It's a bunch of different components. Um, it works well. It works well. Uh, it was the price was right. We did it. Uh, we did it on a very decent budget. Uh, we were able to do that and some other things with the money we had allocated for just the solar. So that that was good. Uh, but I got to get my head around the whole thing as a as a whole to be able to walk through and talk about it. Um, it's one of those things like I know how it works. But, uh, hey, I know how the engine of my truck works, too, on a basic level, but I couldn't walk you through with a detailed explanation of everything. How about that? I just have to review all my notes. And um, we went back and forth on a lot of things, on the way to wire things, on the way to set things up. And I just want to make sure I have everything proper before I put it out there on the Internet. <laughs> but it works well. I'm excited. I, I get that uh, get that video. We can get that done. Um, let's see. Hunter says I need batteries. Yeah, the batteries, the batteries were the most expensive part of my system for sure. For sure. Uh, lithium, lithium, um, lifepo batteries are, are kind of spending, but, oh, anyway, anyway, last night we had excitement. We, Josh and I did lightning for Liberty. We fired that back up, um, last week. And so this was the second episode back. We've been excited about Noster. We've been diving in. Noster is very lightning oriented. So it lended itself well to uh, start the podcast back up. We went and um, we went and did a overthrew on how to get set up last week. This week, we kind of discussed the things we were seeing, things we liked, philosophies, things like that. And we also kind of launched an initiative over the past week to build a follower list that people can go and just follow, uh, follow all when they start so that they have content coming in. One of the things with Noster or any social media, especially if they're not pumping you full of whatever they want you to see, when you sign up, you don't see anything. You know, if I go to the pool and... Um, and I got to and everybody's got to buy a ticket. No, this is a very horrible analogy. Um, 
if I don't follow anybody's stuff to see them, I, I don't see anything. Uh, Facebook and, and Twitter and all these things, when you sign up for them, they want you engaged. They want you to stick around. So they're going to pump things in front of your face and uh, start figuring out what you're supposed to see. Figuring out what you are supposed to see. And it doesn't matter if you choose people to see their stuff. Well, when you go to something like Noster, if you are on your curated feed, which um, which you decide who you see, but you don't you don't choose to see anybody, nothing shows up. <laughs> so it's pretty boring. It's pretty boring until you until you dig in, find some people that follow their content. Um, that's something that Jack Spearco is doing with the Grow Noster Initiative, uh, helping that, helping flourish the content there and making it um, more variety, uh, more appealing to wider group of people instead of just uh, coders and Bitcoin maxis that are over there talking lots of Bitcoin. But what we wanted to accomplish was having an account that we can say, hey, come and try Noster, go sign up, follow this one account, Lightning for Liberty. We help people figure out how to get started in this. We understand enough to be dangerous but we can talk to you on a layman level follow this group go to see the people we follow and we're going to make a little video on how to do this for new people and hit follow all we wanted to make a list and i think it's up to like 45 people that have a wide variety of interests homesteading cars whatever nature dogs food you name it you name it Made a wide variety of content creators, people that put out content, that have podcasts, that that just put out, just sharing their lives on the internet and in, in any form, and that were interested in being this. And it was a, it's a win-win because if you're on that list and somebody signs up, that gets you more eyes on your things, but it's also providing a jump start for people that want to explore the platform so they're not bored. And so to do this, we decided we were going to give away... We're going to do a giveaway with it. Why not? Giveaways are fun, especially when things are new. Josh and I both decide we're going to kick in 50,000 sats. It's not a ton of money. It's enough. It's enough. Um, and then allowed everyone to kind of uh, pitch in if they wanted. We ended up with 116,000 sats to give away last night. Um, we put everybody that decided to participate in a drawing, spun the wheel, and we had a winner. We had a winner. We zapped it out live on air. It was like 30 bucks these days. You know, if Bitcoin goes to 60,000 now, that's 60 bucks. Just just for just for hitting follow, just for hitting follow. And. Uh, oh, no way. Josh says he saw this morning that the winner kicked back 50,000 to Lightning for Liberty. I guess we got to do another giveaway, man. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. And that right there, folks, if you're listening to this and you're like, Noster, blah, 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 blah. That there, that right there, the fact that he kicked us back almost half of what we gave him in his in his giveaway. And I'm sure his intention is for us to give it away um, all at once or spread out. That is the culture there. That is the culture. We spoke about it last night on the show. One thing that we've realized is when it seems to me right now that the the user base there are doers 
And you're not going to go through the steps of trying something new, blah, 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 if you don't have the motivation to do other shit. So by default, the people there are trying stuff. With a with initiative through Jack um, and the Survival Podcast, that brings in a lot of homesteading, a lot of people with a lot of polymath um, uh, tendencies. So there's a lot of new content there. But it's all doers. It's all people that are um, hopeful, that are looking to get away from the drudgery of Facebook and this and that. Everything's positive there. And you can also choose to see the positive people. And you don't have Facebook saying, I need to irritate this guy. I need to get him angry because angry keeps people around. Angry keeps people arguing. Well, you know what? I enjoy going and seeing those pictures and all those positive things and the positive vibe when I log into Noster. And I stopped looking at Facebook because of it. Because I would rather go see positive people talking about positive things and showing their accomplishments, asking about problems and seeing people help them solve problems, interacting in commerce um, freely without anybody hiding their 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 posts or uh, funneling them different places, holding them captive to pay to play. It's cool. It's cool. Hey, Hunter, have a great day, man. I appreciate you stopping in. Doers got to do, man. Doers got to do. Um, let's see. Let's see. Yeah, so that's Noster. Check it out. Check it out. If you... Um, if you're curious how to get started, uh, you want to know more, you can check out Lightning for Liberty. Uh, search that on YouTube, Lightning for Liberty. It's got a it's got a fist with a lightning bolt. I believe the link is in the video description still. Uh, otherwise, you can uh, check my YouTube channel and just search Noster, and there is a step by step screenshot video of how to get started. I enjoy. I I am really enjoying it. I think it's um, it's got potential. Definitely, definitely. If you're thinking about checking out and you have any questions, let me know. Let me know and uh, I will help you out for sure or find someone that can help you. Uh, one other thing on the list today before we wrap up is Corey's got vacation next week. I'm super excited about that. Uh, she she rarely takes like a whole week off at a time. Uh, she'll take days here and there, and that's what we like to do. She she makes the most of them. She'll take Fridays and Mondays and extended weekends. Uh, if we have something we have to do or want to do, she she keeps a decent bank of PTO where we can just do the things we need to. I was always the exact opposite where I, uh, man, if my PTO balance got to seven and a half hours, I was putting in a uh, a, a request sheet for the next pay period as soon as I had eight. I didn't like I didn't like the company holding my time off, I guess, I guess. Or I needed to uh, I needed to use it to stay sane enough to uh, keep going back. I don't know what it is, but Corey's very good at uh, accumulating time off. And um, Tim's going to be making his way down here. We're going to go look at his property. Kerry Brown is going to make his way across Tennessee. Come over and meet up with us at Tim's property, do some consultation and talk about some things. And Corey wanted to participate. And she, we didn't know exactly what day it was going to be. And we, she hasn't taken some time off in quite a while, um, like a, a whole chunk of time. And so she took the week off. And so I'm excited to, to spend time with her. And uh, we'll still be doing the show. 
Well, I'll still be doing the show every morning. Maybe she'll come on as a, as a guest one morning since uh, she won't have to go to work after the fact. We will see. We will see. But exciting, exciting week. And uh, yeah, it'll be nice to spend the time with Corey and then go see Tim and Carrie and hang out and, uh, and just have a nice week down here in Tennessee and get going with that. Anyway, guys, anyway, <coughs> we're up to about 45 minutes. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> excuse me holy crap holy crap uh, allergy stuff i'm telling you it's uh it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next couple days the audience is demanding more Corey. hmm people want you more of you <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. Anyway, let's uh, hit that uh, hit that item of the day. Item of the day today is the Leatherman o <laughs> OHT, uh, my multi-tool I use every day. I've talked about it countless times on the show. Check it out. Check it out. Like I say, every time I say it, it's not the smallest. It's not the lightest. It's not the most tools. But in my opinion, it is one of the most handy multi-tools you can have if you work by yourself, if you work on machinery, if you work around the homestead, if you're constantly holding things and going, shit, I need a pair of pliers. Shit, I need a screwdriver. Shit, shit, shit. This, pull out of your hand, pull out of your pocket with one hand, use it with one hand. It isn't a two-handed, fold it open to get the pliers like a butterfly. It is a pull it out, slide it open like a butterfly knife. No, it wasn't a butterfly, a switchblade. It slides out. All the tools are accessible with the multi-tool shut. Hold it in your hand, manipulate your thumb, open any of the tools one-handed. Hold the shit with the other hand. Yeah, that's why it's called the OHT, one-handed tool. One-handed tool. It's fantastic. It is fantastic. I would check it out. I have a review link in the video description. I have a uh, Amazon link on the video description. If it's not in stock, give it a day. It'll be back in stock. Um, they don't make a ton of them. It's not their uh, it's not their go-to item, but I love it. When I don't have it, I miss it, and uh, I can't wait to get my hands back on one. Gingerbread Farm says it's never available on Amazon. Yeah, um, it comes and goes for sure. For sure, it comes and goes. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. Put it on an alert, maybe. I don't know. I will. Uh, I will see what I can do. See if I can. Uh, if people are interested, I can keep an eye out and uh, possibly alert people when they are available. But anyway, that's the item of the day: Leatherman OHT one-handed tool. And if you don't need to buy one of those, but you have to do some shopping on Amazon, please hit that link and get over there and get into our tracking. And it helps us out just a little bit. And we appreciate all of it. Other than that, guys, I got a bunch to do today. So I'm going to get out of here, get start wrapping up. As always, you can find me at thelotsproject.com on Twitch, Telegram, YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble, Gab, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Fountain.fm, and all the other podcast 2.0 value for value exchange podcast players. It's going to be a great day. It's hump day, guys. Get over it, and it'll be on the downhill slide. You can also find me on Noster. Pub key is in the description. If it's not, let me know, and uh, let's get hooked up over there, and let's make that place grow. I appreciate you listening this morning, and we will catch up with you tomorrow. 